views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the hit show, Sheer Alchemy, with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Just say yes to explosive abundance. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Now, here's your host, Leslie Fontaine. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. This is, you're in for a treat today. This is our Sheer Alchemy radio series with my co-host today, Leslie Fontaine. Healing Core Wounds, A Way to Deeper Abundance. Deeper Abundance. Now, many of you know um, who Leslie is, but for those of you that are new to the network, new to the show, she is an amazing amazing transformation catalyst. And when we think about what that means and what it takes to be that, you have to know that part of this is her ability to tap into her intuition, into those energetic gifts, and to bring in whatever energies are needed, whether they are that unbeatable team of ascended masters and archangels, they're going to come into play during the show, when you call in today, during your personal sessions with Leslie, all of the above. You know, as she does so brilliantly as a clairvoyant working with that energy field, something changes, something shifts, and what you get to experience is sheer alchemy. Leslie, welcome to the show. This is this is a hot one, Healing Core Wounds. Absolutely. And I'm really glad you said it the way you did, because it's it's not a light thing, is it? It's a, it's a big deal to go in there. But, you know, I talk a lot about abundance. But when I'm working with people, we're working at a really deep level because those are the things that tend to block us up, that get in our way of stepping into what we say we want. You know, there's some of those things we've all had the experience we drew in easily. We manifested quickly. And then there's other things and we go, just isn't ever going to happen for me. I'm never going to have the one that, you know, truly loves me. I'm never going to have that perfect job. I'm never, never, you know, because that's our cycling experience. We're not trying to be negative. That's just our cycling experience. And there's reasons that we go deep into to uncover why. Mm. You know, part of what I said, too, is that we're we're not just going to talk today about healing core wounds, but mm-hmm. the other part of the show is a way 
to deeper abundance. And I don't know that people really understand that concept, especially the way you talk about it. You know, give us a sense of what that is and how do we know we're even experiencing that? Well, sometimes we're, we're, you know, wanting things that, I don't know, we may not really want. That's hard to say, isn't it? You know, and if we say that, sometimes we get really defensive about it. But, you know, the deep satisfaction, the deep nurturing, the deep, powerful experience is coming from a place of unconditional love, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. where I love, of course, to bring in the archangels, the ascended masters Mm. for that experience. But we have to be willing to go into the deeper places to uncover that. Yeah. You know, I've heard you say this before, and I think it's really, you know, important, you know, that we we've heard about what it means to practice the law of attraction and to do that for a while. And many of us have seen uh, instant manifestations. I've seen it in my own life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I've seen it, I got to tell you, it's generally that kind of instant manifestation has usually been in the middle of a meditation or a prayer or some uh-huh. kind of connection to my angels or something. Uh-huh. But it's hard to get there sometimes. You know, tell us about this lifelong journey. Well, wow, that is a good one. You know, I was thinking about how, you know, I can draw in a free coffee from Starbucks, you know. (laughs) That's so cool. Hey, it's your special day. You get this free cup of coffee and you're all excited going, woo, it's working. I'm doing it. And, you know, it may sound silly to some people when you tell them that you've just done that. But for you, you realize you're, you know, you're just allowing these amazing things to start happening. But when we go deeper, we start to find so many parts of us that feel unworthy, low self-esteem, um, had a lot of uh, wounding words spoken over us. And those wounding words can affect our etheric field. They can affect what we attract. So that's where I always talk about same energy, different outfit. You know, Mm -hmm. why do I keep bringing this same thing over and over again? And the key about abundance is ultimately it's about healing. So we're always healing. You know, there's some of these things that, you know, we can do talk therapy, call our friends, tell the story a thousand times. But when we do this really deep work with this kind of light frequency, with this kind of spiritual growth and journey, um, it does start to happen. One piece I would throw out, though, is that it doesn't happen with the ego and it doesn't happen at the personality level. So sometimes ego starts, you know, dissolving a little bit because whatever we used to use to feel important and powerful and significant and recognized, those things start falling away. And so that's where some people get a little, you know, anxious because, well, gosh, if this is supposed to be abundance, how's it happening this way? <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting about what you're talking about, because sometimes things will show up in our lives and we don't see the dots that are being connected. You know, we think, wait a minute, I did not ask for that. I asked for this. Uh And we get so attached to that one aspect of what we ask for Uh that we don't see the connection. I mean, you know, people have heard me talk about, Leslie, the fact that you know, I dialed the wrong phone number and this showed up 14 years ago. And they asked me, well, Pat, you didn't really ask for that. Well, I kind of did, but not Mm -hmm. in the way that I 
verbalized it, you know? Right. Right. No, there's a, when, you know, there, the other part of getting your answers, let's say, if it's, mm-hmm. you know, using the prayer metaphor, is that we, we, we go, okay, this is what I really want. And this is how I think it should show up. This is what I think <laughs> it should look like. This is what the outfit should be. This is the form it should take. And so what we do immediately is we limit how it can show up because we're latched onto the familiar. We latched on to, oh, it's got to look like this because if it comes in a different form, what if I don't know what to do with it? What if I don't know how to handle it? All that other fear shows up. It's crazy. So, you know, we're constantly having to realize that we are narrowing and narrowing and narrowing our experience. And what we're really saying is, well, I wanted abundance, but it didn't show up the way I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, you know, you've talked about this a lot and I know that this is something that many people really relate to. Um, there are the basic needs of our lives. And I was speaking with someone this morning who is, you know, at risk for losing the food stamps to feed her children. And that is a basic need. Um, and we've gotten pretty good, most of us, in figuring out how to get those basic needs met, mm-hmm. even my friend. But sometimes we don't just want to go from paycheck to paycheck. We want to go deeper. Maybe we want something long lasting. And yet at the same time, Leslie, we don't feel we deserve it. Well, that's true, but that's the part that's coming up for healing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's always really funny when, you know, we are going through a change, let's say, and Mm -hmm. we really are getting an answer to our prayer, okay, but it comes in this really funny outfit that we don't recognize. And uh, one of them that's a really funny outfit um, that (laughs) a few people are going to resonate with is when people um, help you. And you are learning to be helped. Mm -hmm. And it can bring up so many things because, you know, asking, you know, asking someone to help you feels weak. The ego gets involved. Getting helped feels ashamed. And that comes from an old family wound. And you start to bring up and dredge up all these things when the kindness of others in a human form, in some form, is wanting to help you, or you've drawn this in. And so on the one hand, it's this blessing, right? You got help. On the other hand, it's painful because you want to say no. Mm-hmm. And so there's many ways that, and I am never going to trivialize, you know, the hand-to-mouth experience at all. That's the last thing I would do. And, you know, I talk mm-hmm. a lot about other countries where, you know, uh, our situation would, would make ourselves look hugely privileged. Yeah. Um, you know, but the thing is that when these things are coming up, they're coming up for a healing. So we have to learn to say yes, Pat. We have yeah. to learn to say yes to everything. Yeah. Yes. And, and there's more about, you know, releasing some of the patterns and all that, you know, we can talk about in the next segment. But learning to say yes, it is amazing. If we tracked ourselves for a day or two, how many times we say no? Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's take a short break. And this is the question that comes to mind when I was thinking about this. You know, uh, are we ready to give up on what we're believing uh, for because all we've heard is no? You know, are we ready to give up all of those things we're believing for, those things that, you know, we're holding in our consciousness because all we have heard is no? And how does that infiltrate our energy field as Leslie? loves to talk about and helps people with, you know, when we come back, we're going to talk about, wait a minute, can we actually create our own happiness? And, you know, can we do that without having the stuff? Mm -hmm. Stay tuned, everyone. Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy. We'll be right back. And oh, just like that river I've been running ever since. It's been a long... Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net. At a crossroads in your life, in need of answers, trying to discover your life dream or how to manifest it, Dr. Catherine Lehman with a team of angels, guides, master teachers has been helping people unveil the truth to the path of abundance and freedom for over 40 years. Training with shamans, teachers, and healers globally, Dr. Lehman will guide you to action in discovering your soul's path. Schedule a session today, 915-313-8541. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you ready to start winning at the game of life? Lynn Brown, host of Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life, is here to help you reach places and goals that you never thought possible. Lynn is an intuitive healer with a specialized background in financial healing. She combines her intuitive nature and her wholesome approach to financial planning. To learn more about her financial planning services, contact her personally at letter R, letter U, Intuit.com. 
Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Hey everyone, welcome back. You're listening to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine and me and I'm Dr. Pat. We're co-hosting this amazing show because guess what? It's about healing core wounds, a deeper way, um, a way to deeper abundance. And I want to just make sure all of you know that throughout the show today, our phone lines are always open. Um, 1-800-930-2819. And if you want to get some help, if you want to have a chat and and find out, you know, what is going on, you can do it live on air. You can send us a message at Transformation Talk Radio and just type your question. Or Leslie, what's the best way for people to work with you and reach out to you directly? Well, I need to throw out two big events that are coming up. Mm. So first of all, I have a wonderful event coming up um, May 17th through 19th this weekend in Portland I'm going to be a March thank you I keep saying May I must want to be there (laughs) Um, anyway I am uh, teaching two classes on the impact of energetic alignment on our abundance so I'm teaching in the Milwaukee area then I'm teaching at New Renaissance Bookshop and I'm also there to do sessions um, throughout those days. So get in touch with me if you'd like to work with me, but it's a great way to dip your toe into the water of what we're talking about today. Um, and just give me a call, 678-665-3366 if you're thinking, hey, I don't know what this is. I don't know if I need to work with you or not. I don't know if I need to show up to the class. Give me a call and we can talk about it. And if it's a fit, I think you're going to have a great time. That's Portland. And then the following weekend, March 26th, is Seattle at the Emerald Spiral Expo. So that is Saturday. I'll be there all day doing sessions, and I hope you'll come by and say hello. I love it. And, you know, for those of you that are listening and saying, well, wait a minute, I I live in the UK or I live across the country, uh, go to um, Leslie's website, lesliefontaine.com, or you can just Google Sheer Alchemy. And when you go there, Leslie will list where she's going to be, how to get in contact with her, um, the CDs that she's made available to you, all of the above. Um, Leslie, today we're talking about healing core wounds, a deeper way, a way to, I keep saying a deeper way to deeper abundance. Maybe that's what I'm, what I should be saying. Um, I love it. It's a deeper way to deeper abundance. And some people might ask, but wait a minute, you know, is this aligning with where my my soul wants to go? Or is this my will? Or, or, and, or does that actually even matter, Leslie? <laughs> You know what? I love that. That is just so, so esoteric and metaphysical and all that stuff that we should be thinking. It's just beautiful. First of all, let's deal with the deeper way to deeper abundance. And on that one, 
it's really interesting, you know, and because I think some people are going to hear, okay, great. It's not really abundance. It's just like this, like I feel better in life and maybe I don't have everything, you know, because we've been taught the contentment line. We've been taught the, you know, let's just be mindful and peaceful and do Zen, you know, and I'm not going to get any of this stuff anyway. That right there, did you hear it? I'm not going to get it anyway. Just notice these things. When those come up, that goes to a place. So deeper abundance is going to the reason you brought that up. Like, where did that come from? I'm not going to get it anyway. Was it not getting, you know, what you needed growing up? Was it, you know, a lot of patterns you watched, you know, from the depression era, from your parents, you know, handed down, handed down, handed down, very little money, very little opportunity being, you know, completely dismissed and disregarded and ignored. I have so many clients that are just, you know, they live their lives to be invisible because of all the attention was so bad, right? So, these things come up regardless for you to start healing. And then when you draw in attention, right, you're not trying to hide. Now you're going, yes, I say yes. That's, I think, the answer to the deeper abundance thing is that, you know, and let's say you go after that, you know, $2 million house or whatever it is, and, and you draw it in and it doesn't meet the need, right? It, it, it was a momentary three-month satisfaction. You decorated it and you were alone in the house and you went, what did I do this for? Mm -hmm. That is a moment of reckoning too. So I love what you said. Does it really matter? Well, if you're listening to this show today and you're on this path, no, it doesn't matter because you're going to get to the core of what life is for you and who you are. Now, if your $2 million house becomes this place to do philanthropy, have events, draw in people to support, you know, house people that are homeless, you know, or having problems right now, that is a purpose, right? So in and of itself, these things are not meaningful, but with purpose, they just light up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm sitting here today, and I know, Leslie, in my life, uh, I have experiences that I can point to, point to that some people would say, oh, my gosh, you're very lucky. You're lucky. You're really lucky, Pat. Right. You know, I used to think I was really lucky. But at some point in time, I started to think, wait a minute, there's a formula here. Right. You know, is it all luck or if I have this level of energy, if I heal these wounds, if I do the things that now I'm learning about that could be done, will things show up? And I think that's the question and the disappointment that many people have with the movie The Secret, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the pushback was, wait a minute, I did the vision board. I did this. I did that. But, right. you know, I didn't get that $500 million house I wanted. But that's my part. That's where I come in. Yes. Because I'm coming in about why things didn't show up. Yeah. And it is a profound journey. And again, yeah. if we're listening to this show, this is a profound journey. We don't bring in stuff just to have stuff. Some people want stuff because they grew up thinking this is what's important. If I have all this stuff, then what does this mean? It means I'm important. It means I'm successful. It means I'm recognized. So when those things, you know, it doesn't necessarily resonate. It doesn't deepen for relationships. It doesn't, you know, create the joy in your life that you thought it would. It's the deeper connection to these things. We want all this stuff because we think it will give us something else. 
That's why we want it. There's the category you brought up early on about sheer survival, someone hand to mouth, you know, dealing with very dire survival situations. That's one thing. When we're trying to bring in stuff to create that sense of recognition success, I had that happen. I drew in an incredible place that I lived in. I couldn't believe what it was. And when I went through this experience with my father, who couldn't believe I had attracted this into my life, I was healed in a moment. He said, I don't know how you did this. Mm. And then that moment, I realized I didn't need his approval anymore. So you see, there's things that we're looking for and grasping for that we didn't. I wasn't looking for this place, by the way. It happened. (laughs) But it was a moment of engineering to have my father come. Who said, by the way, in my hometown, he says, when I went past this building in the 1930s, I couldn't look anybody in the eye that came to wow. this place. So you see, there's all this stuff in there. But what I realized how was how much I wanted his approval, how much wow. I wanted him to recognize that I could do these things. And so, you know. That is a lesson for a lot of people. Why are you bringing this stuff in? Why are you attracting it to yourself? What is it that you will get from it? I will tell you another story about that building, which is it took me a year and a half to be comfortable to live there. I walked around on eggshells. I just couldn't believe it. And one thing that we do sometimes when we draw in amazing stuff, and we haven't talked about this yet, maybe another segment, is that we bring in stuff and we don't feel worthy of it. We feel like it's so grand, it's so amazing. And this is what happens when we bring in a business, when we bring in money or we bring in a partner. We sabotage it and blow it up sometimes because we haven't healed that part that doesn't feel worthy to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. And, you know, we will talk about it, um, you know, as the show goes on, because if we're not feeling worthy uh, uh, for it, of receiving it, I got to ask you this, Leslie, can we actually even recognize that it's coming or that it's arrived? I mean, if I'm not feeling worthy of X, how am I going to even be able to see that X has actually shown up in my life? Maybe not in the form But isn't that, too, what you help people with? Well, you've just given me the title for my new class, which I didn't know I was going to teach. It's the 21-day program to say yes. (laughs) Because we are not trained to receive. We are not trained to accept. So you could have somebody that loves you so much for who you are, and you just can't receive it. It's like a bright light shining on the darkest place in you. That's what it feels like. There's a lot of people listening that know exactly what I'm saying. So to be loved that much, to be cared for that much is a massive healing experience that takes time. So yeah, we're going to create the new class. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk with Leslie about what that means. Now, once we say yes, what happens when things around us start to change? So the question I want to ask all y'all and Leslie, I'm going to give her a few minutes to think about this, is now I've said yes. How do I stand in my yes, in the face of doubt, in the face of fear? I want to be able to stand in my yes, because why? Uh, Yes is a coming. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Leslie Fontaine's in the house. Sheer alchemy. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. 
Do you ever feel as if you're working twice as hard but only getting half as far? Are you trying to connect with your path in life and finding it elusive? Mainstream Metaphysics Radio is a weekly call-in show where we harness our connection with the universe and use what is in our power to affect change for optimal success and happiness. This hit show bridges the divide between what is and what we do not know. Eve, named one of the country's top psychics, also known as the MBA Psychic, invites you on this journey for this live call-in show with readings, featured guests, leaders, and visionaries in both business and spiritual callings. So join Eve Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com as she takes metaphysics mainstream. For more information about Eve, visit EliteTarot.com. That's EliteTarot.com. Awareness is universal. Establishing a living awareness through meditation brings peaceful, healthy, and creative well-being into your everyday life. The practice of living awareness, Spirit Fire's own meditation practice, is built on this belief and is designed for every level of practitioner. Each year, Spirit Fire hosts living awareness meditation retreats that allow you to explore the practice in depth at our retreat center in beautiful western Massachusetts. Introduce yourself to meditation and the practice at the Foundations Retreat. Attend, in silence, a silent meditation retreat focused on mindfulness, presence, and nature. Or be engaged with the meditation sittings themselves at the Deepening Retreat. Start adding to your awareness and attend a meditation retreat designed to cultivate consciousness in your everyday life. For details on attending a Living Awareness Meditation Retreat, visit upcoming events at www.spiritfire.com. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sheer Alchemy. I'm Dr. Pat. My co-host, Leslie Fontaine. We're having a blast. You know why? Because it's all about you all. It's <laughs> all about what the conversation might be if you actually thought about the ability to heal core wounds. Now, we're going to give you a couple of examples what a core wound may look like, but this truly is a way to deeper abundance. And what that really means is that Sometimes these 
core wounds are operating in our in our energy field. We don't know there are, but it shows up in the many ways Leslie has talked about in the past. One way it shows up is we can't get from no to yes, period. Just cannot get there. Everything's going to be a no. It's going to be exception. Oh, do you think you could? No, no, I don't think. Well, do you think maybe you might? Nope, nope, nope. That's not, yeah, but, you know, and you know, I got a lot of experience. I could tell you that what I did in 1942, it just set the stage for me to know right now in 2017. Nope, that can't happen. Mm. But that's what Leslie does. She helps people get from that absolutely firm belief that you are living in the world of no possibilities to moving into the world of the many possibilities. Isn't that what we're talking about, Leslie? And sometimes we have to go from no to maybe, don't we? (laughs) Well, we do. But you know what I, I heard through a lot of that too is that, you know, we see people out in the world and I'll just categorize them as the type A powerhouses, right? They Mm -hmm. muscle it through. They just, you know, push, 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 and they make stuff happen. They can't sit still. We know all these people, right? They've just always got to be doing something, be on the phone, make something happen, create this. They just cannot be still. Well, that's not all of us, right? And especially, you know, from the spiritual standpoint, a lot of times there'll be people with a lot of depression. There'll be a lot of sadness. There'll be a lot of stuff that they're doing. There's also some people doing a lot of collective work, which is a whole nother subject, right? So the field in their energy system can be really heavy or or carry a lot of weight. So when we start turning that ship and we start saying yes, we're coming from a different place than maybe, Mm. you know, what we've seen in the powering out person. We're coming from a place not based in our own, Mm -hmm. you know, energy power, you know, our personality level power, our ego power. We're coming from like another place of our higher self, our, 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 our guidance. So like if guidance drops in and says, hey, you know what, you need to go to aisle 13 in the grocery store. And you go, I don't need anything at the grocery store, period. And I don't want to go to aisle 13 for sure. You know, so you argue, argue, you go and someone is there that was going to show up to pay your rent. But if you don't go, you don't go. Right? Nobody's going to make that happen. And you can call me back later and tell me how, well, it didn't happen. (laughs) Okay. You know, so I have a lot of clients, they tell me exactly how it want to unfold. They want it to happen this way and then they get angry. So I don't work with those people anymore, let's just say, you know, because they want it to unfold in a very specific, detailed way and has nothing to do with growth, healing or otherwise. We push away when we're afraid of the light of love. We push away when we're afraid that we aren't powerful enough, strong enough, big enough to handle that new business, that new idea. Why did it come to you? It came to you on purpose. Yeah. And you're going to walk through some things and you're going to make some things happen. We go find friends, they water down the idea, it becomes nothing. And then we learn that we were unsuccessful in business. That's that message. And then we never do it again. There's so many stories we could tell on ourselves and I tell them on myself all the time. So the whole point of this, and this is where I love the ascended masters and guidance coming in, is that this energy that they bring in is, is this support energy, but it's like saying yes to the unknown. Well, we don't like the unknown. We don't want, we want to know how it's going to unfold. But if we step into this and we trust, that's the other thing we learned in life. Don't trust anybody. Don't take anything from anybody. Oh my God, our fields are loaded with beliefs, with rules, with concepts, with energies, with damage, with attack words. So just hear them for yourself. That's why we heal. Then we become abundant. Boom. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, healing is something that we may not, and let's talk about this for a minute. You know, we have a, a view in our society here about what healing might look like. You know, we look at it as a pill, potion, and a lotion. We're not really talking about that today. We're talking about a healing that could go very, very deep. And it shows up in ways, Leslie, that we, you know, you just talked about. It may show up in the way of procrastination, right? Mm -hmm. It may show up, you know, well, Pat, why aren't you writing your book? Well, maybe it's because most of your young childhood, uh, you you stuttered. And mm -hmm. the fact that you're even doing this radio show, you're still getting a Facebook post from people that were in school with you then saying, you got to be kidding me. You, you are on the radio and talking. You couldn't even get a sentence out. But wow. you know what? Yeah, I am. Because that stuttering did not come, you know, did not remain the part of my life that I was going to take with me forever. Am mm -hmm. I highly unlikely back when I was in junior high school? Would I have been highly unlikely to be in broadcasting? Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we can carry a story with us for our whole life if we really want oh, to. Oh, gosh. That is so true. That I is mean, so I true. I can drag that thing along. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we have a storyline of our life through which we see the world in that filter. And that filter colors everyone we meet, everything we see, right? So it's an energy filter and we really should, you know, I love these experiments I ask people to do mm. because that's really what it is. I, I don't have your data. I have my data. Mm -hmm. So you're walking down the street and just notice what your energy field does around certain kinds of people, certain kinds of situations. When you're in a group, in a cluster, what happens? Do you shut down? Do you open up? Do you take over and dominate? I mean, what do you become? And where is where, what part of your body is, you know, resonating with the situation? What part is recoiling? It's fascinating to really pay attention to how we show up in the world because we've learned to be externally oriented. That out there is hurting me in here. That out there is controlling my employment, my housing, my love, everything. It's not in here. What if we turn that around? Mm. You know, let's talk about the turnaround. I love that you said turn that around. I love it. I love that you said turn that around. You know, uh, Linda's mom was like my mom for years. Mm. And she taught me something really strange and interesting. And it, it really is quite silly. Uh, but I can't help. She's probably talking to me now to say, Leslie, I'm going to share this with Leslie. Anytime I would lose things, and I'm telling you, I can lose things, Leslie. You know, where I put my keys down when I come home is not the number one thing on my mind. And just so you know, it's not. Like where I drop my keys, I'm not thinking, oh, put the keys in the drawer. No, that's mm. not me. So I do misplace things, still do. She taught me this really crazy thing. She said, there is like this little child's thing where you say something like, Tony, 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 turn around that with that, which is lost can be found. Mm. I am serious that I, to this day, I will turn around in a circle and do that. And well. I'm telling you, I get the thought of where it is, but that's what you're talking about. Maybe we're not going to tell everybody to Tony, Tony, turn around. But what you're saying is there is a turnaround. Many people don't think there is Leslie. We're, mm -hmm. You know, we can be so wounded, we can't see the turnaround, right? How do you help people get to see the turnaround? Wow. 
That is really powerful. How do we get someone else to see something they are unable or unwilling to see? Ooh, that is difficult to do. Because again, I might be coming from my filter to make someone do that. But I, I think that what we start doing is we clearing out, start clearing out some energy. So, you know, when I'm working with people, a lot of people feel everything I'm doing. Some people can see every light being and master that I bring in. They can clairvoyantly see them. So, you know, when we start releasing some of this stuff and, and getting it out of our field, vision returns. Or, you know, we touch something and we follow the string, as I like to call it, and go to the source of the situation all the way back. Why is it that you think that? Not, you know, saying you shouldn't think that way, you shouldn't be that way, none of that. <laughs> but what is it that, you know, all the way back, and when they follow it back, they can see clearly. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to, to deal with that. But, you know, I, I also like to say we don't rip the blanket off a trauma victim. We do not pull that thing off like that. We are gentle and we are looking at this carefully and considerately and thoughtfully and honoring and respecting ourselves for who we are and what we are. A lot of people don't get healing because they don't want to be exposed. They don't want to be hurt. They don't want to be... Uh, made to feel ashamed. So all of these things surface up. It's not small. And I feel a lot of that, you know, with people that are listening today, you know, you, you don't just, uh, people keep a lot in secret to avoid that kind of pain. It's, it's tough to go back to that. Yeah. I love this. I'm really fired up right now about this. And, you know, can we skip the next break for a minute, if you don't mind? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I, I want to really get to this because it just, man, it just hit me here. And, you know, maybe Linda's mom is talking to me from the other side, but, mm. y you know, I had to be willing in my life to look at something different, even mm. if it meant Leslie leaving a 14 year relationship, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do things the way I did them in the past. For mm. example, I knew. I needed to leave my job. Mm -hmm. But in order for me to do that, I couldn't I couldn't find the courage at the time to leave a 24 and a half year job. So I became a bit rebellious. Mm, so I set sabotager. it up. I set that thing up so that while I did some really good stuff, you know, when I wasn't tied to what was going to happen in the future, I did some really great stuff there. But I gave them a little effort to help me along the way. Is that the right way to go about things, Leslie? Or do I try to figure out what actually was going on with me not having the courage to leave on my own? How do I how do I look at because these are real practical scenarios in life? Yeah, they are. No, that's amazing that you could, you know, look at that. So there's a few things, right? Sabotage comes out of like wanting someone else to reject us rather than us making a choice. You know, we there's a lot of us that want things to end a certain kind of way, because when we make a choice, what we learn growing up is there's right and wrong, up and down, black and white, and a lot of religious teachings that people grew up with. And so I don't want to make a choice that's wrong. There is such a terror of making the wrong decision. All right. And that's a whole nother show to talk about this whole wrong thing. If something's coming up within you, what is it that blocks us from saying I'm, it's time to move on. 
the fear is the unknown. I don't know what's next. I don't know if I can make it. All this stuff. Well, then that's the next bunch of stuff to be unfurled, right? Which is all my insecurity about my own truth, my own value, my own power that I am able to create new things. You know, all this other stuff comes up. It's this continuous thing of all the stuff that has kept us from living an aligned life, from stepping into our purpose, from stepping into who we are. So you didn't go into radio to be abundant. You went into radio to follow a purpose out of which you were taken care of. Did it mean that you put no effort into taking care of yourself? (laughs) Hell no. You know, you have had to listen to guidance. You've had to connect with people. You've had to get inspired ideas. You've had to, you know, really muscle up some courage on some things and really face down some things. So this idea that, you know, if it's just going to fall into our laps, boom, you know, that is not how it unfolds. We have to do our part which is getting the guidance, then taking some action, then we can bring in the team. But there's the, you know, sometimes we don't want to make the choice. We have the right, wrong mentality. And then we're terrified of our own capabilities. Oh, I can't do it because we learned that at some parent's knee. And then the next thing is now, what do I do? Do I have the skills, the capability, whatever it is to, to carry it forward? Well, guess what? It's another moment to moment thing, isn't it? You would even attest to that. Yeah, it is. It's a moment to moment thing. You know, once we are willing to look at the these core wounds, and I don't know about you, but I've not been able to do this by myself sitting in my room. Mm-hmm. I have just not. I've had some amazing people in my life that I've worked with and didn't even know at the time that that was what was going on. Wow. Um, the process of working with someone, especially with working with someone like you, I believe it has accelerated my process. And can you talk a little bit about how that might happen for people, you know, so that they can see that there is a yes on the other side. And that is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. You know, I think it's really interesting how frequently and often the word healing is used it's it's become almost meaningless don't you think yeah I mean yeah people say it and they, they're like okay yeah right okay fine but could you still tell me what's going to happen next so they want to run to a psychic who's going to tell them hey this is going to happen next that psychic is reading your energy in this moment in time with everything in your field that's predicting the next outcome all right. If I shift your energy and you go get another reading or another aura picture, it's going to be radically different. So yeah. much of what's going on is we don't want to step into our own power. We don't want to step into who we are, into our own energy. We would rather have something out there tell us what to do in here. And so healing is that shifting of energy to the yes. It's it's clearing out those blocks that are distrustful, sabotaging wounded, quiet, invisible, shamed, humiliated, poverty-oriented, all those pieces of us that allow us to then even see the opportunities. I tell a lot of people this after I do a healing on them. I go, look, you're going to suddenly see people that have been walking past you for three years that have been invisible to you until now Mm. because I shifted your agreement. I shifted your energetic contract. So all you saw before were these people. Now you suddenly see these others. I said, the other thing is that really healthy people look boring because you're so used to chaos and insanity and, and 
traumatic experiences that when the healthy person shows up and they don't create drama, it's really dull. So, you know, be prepared for these shifts once we heal, because we start to draw in those things that are nurturing, loving, and comforting, not our habitual stuff, which is cycling that old drama. So we always ask ourselves, are we done yet? Are we done yet? You know, are we ready to step into the next thing? And if we're not done, we'll hold on to it. We'll go around that, uh, you know, cycle one more time. But if we are, we start to open the door and we start to glimpse and we take these steps and we start to see these new people and new opportunities. And we start to know that we can, you know, request things and have ideas and step into stuff. But it's, it's this gradual journey. It's this thing that we start to unfold. Well, you know, Leslie, when we're taking a look at our lives, we know when we're sitting in a core wound. Let's talk about that for a little bit. You know, there are things that show up in the way we show up in the world. We might not say, oh, I'm having a core wound moment, but something (laughs) happens, right? We're not saying that. You know, no, maybe, I mean, but you're right. I'm just, right? you know, we, it's either Give us like, some examples. oh my God, like I could be completely sidelined, <laughs> you know, I could be just knocked sideways. Uh, somebody, you know, could say something to me and, uh, you know, someone said something the other day. It was innocuous. All right. But bam, that thing went straight to something. And I just had to leave the room, you know, and later the person said, man, you got really upset. I go, yeah, but I had to clear it, you know, and they're looking at me like, what? (laughs) So the thing is that it hit something very, very deep in me. All right. It was a deep, painful place. So all of us know that experience or sitting in a boardroom or sitting in a, a work situation and we get this tightness in our chest and all this other stuff going on. It has nothing to do with that other person. It's like, man, what is this hitting in me? And that's the main thing. We're the data. We are the information. And and so that's why we don't either speak up, take chances, step into something because we're terrified. Yeah. Terrified of the outcome, right? So right there, that's another. Why did I get terrified in life? Well, I got terrified because every time I was happy in my childhood, someone screamed at me and slapped me and said, what have you got to be happy about? (laughs) You know, well, if that's my lesson. (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's just going to be a little work here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, look, I don't know, and maybe you know some folks, right? I don't know many people that wake up every day and say, you know, I want to bring on suffering today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that we consciously do that and say, yep. Bring that on. Actually saying it's give me a little creepy feeling. I don't want suffering in my life. Right. But sometimes I've invited it in and not even known it. Yeah. And then there's some that go, this is just the way my life is. Okay. Do we want to fix that well-worn track? Do we want to adjust that? Because that then says, well, are you saying I did this? Are you Mm -hmm. saying I created this problem? I didn't do it they did it out there. And then that's another conversation, right? Because what we have to go is, I am responsible. I want to look in myself. I want to change this because sometimes, as you know, and you've, you know, we can all do this if we're successful or not successful. It doesn't matter. We can look at something in our lives and go, you know what? I don't want to do this. I don't want to be responsible today. You know, I I don't want to step into this. 
we are making those subconscious choices all the time. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to step into this. So we have to look at that too. Sometimes our wounds and holding on to them keep us from having to be responsible for changing. I have so many people that tell me, well, I don't want to, you know, go get a job. I just want to, you know, do these things that, you know, I feel I'm called to do. Okay, well, you've decided that. Now what? What are you going right. to do? All right. right. Then somebody else has to help you. And I, I used to have uh, children and a, who uh, were, would love for me to just handle it all for them. But I was going to do all day long what I didn't want to do to provide it to them. So, you know, owning our responsibility is really important. Yeah. You know, this is one of those shows and conversations, Leslie, where there's so many things that are that we talked about, but one of the things I want to leave everyone with is that there is a solution. And that's really why the topic is is being discussed. It's because we're not just here, you and I, talking from an academic point of view. We've experienced this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we're sitting on some throne and saying, yeah, this is what you need to do. Uh, we have had personal lives that understand this concept all too uh, up close and personal. Absolutely. Aren't you wanting to help people perhaps not go through what you've gone through? I certainly don't want them to go through everything I've went through. Yeah, I can't I can't control their choices though, right? Yep. So sometimes if people want to go around Mount Sinai one more time, then that's what they're gonna do. I yeah. have had a few rounds myself, right? So yeah, that's okay. The thing is that what I would like to leave people with is, you know, there is an element of of ascended masters, archangels, healing teams. I will tell you that stepping into abundance can be one of the most vulnerable things you'll ever do. It is a very vulnerable experience because you're not relying on your personality or your persuasiveness or your strength or any of that. It is a very vulnerable place where you really feel your energy and you step into something and you allow it to unfold without controlling the outcome. And you bring in the healing teams and the masters to support you in those choices. So, you know, it is a beautiful, powerful thing. So if you're feeling that kind of, you know, I'm not being my type A self that powers it out. Good. So now let's bring in these wonderful light beings to support you. And I can't tell you enough how amazing it will be as it unfolds. And then it unfolds for your highest good and the highest good of all involved. Yeah. Wow. Leslie, what a great show. Please tell folks one more time how they can find out more about you. And again, remind everybody of how they can work with you in person and see you at some of the events you're going to be doing. Absolutely. We'll go to my website, lesliefontaine.com, L-E-S-L-I-E-F-O-N. T-E-Y-N-E.com. You can write me. You can call me. All the contact information is there. And I'm going to be in Portland this weekend, March 17th through 19th, and then in Seattle, March 26th. So please, please, if you're local, um, come to those shows. And also Cincinnati's coming up uh, April 9th and 10th, and then back to the UK. So absolutely find me. We can talk about whether um, you'd like to do some work with me. I would be honored to work with you. Awesome. Leslie, one last question, personal message. What would you like to leave everyone with? 
What I'd like to leave everyone with today is that if we are feeling really bad today, I want you to just do an experiment of bringing in some powerful energies into your room with yourself as you are, not to, you know, force a change, but just to allow yourself to feel the shift and allow the inspired ideas to come to you and write them down and let the day start to unfold for you. Awesome. LeslieFontaine.com, everyone, or you can Google Sheer Alchemy. I'm Dr. Pat. Just Google Dr. Pat. Remember, you do not have to continue suffering. Life is a choice, and we're so honored we're able to help you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the hit show, Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Gifted, shifted, and powerful is what this show is about. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com and LeslieFontaine.com for showtimes and dates. Contact Leslie at LeslieFontaine.com to schedule a transformative session that removes your blocks so that you can say yes to explosive abundance you will not be the same the preceding audio was via a skype call